the bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. Drifting alone, singing a song. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. We welcome another return visit today from that great cowboy champion, Marty Montana, and proudly present as our guest one of the screen's brightest and loveliest stars, Miss Virginia Mayo. My name is Cottonseed Clark, and here are the riders of the Purple Sage. I want to drink my java from an old tin can when the moon goes riding high. I want to hear the call of the whippoorwill. I want to hear that coyote cry. I want to feel the saddle horse between my legs, riding him out on the rain. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his stepping side out on the Texas plain. Western singers, the Riders of the Purple Sage, turn to another of those grand old memory ballads which they sang for you a short time ago. Here it is again at your request, Among My Souvenirs.
The gate of our guest star corral swings wide today for the grand entrance of the famous Samuel Goldwyn star, Miss Virginia Mayo. Theater goers are currently applauding her outstanding performance as Marie Derry in The Best Years of Our Lives. Naturally, we of the All-Star Western Theater are highly flattered that Miss Mayo comes to us with her first Western story performance. Her love for things Western, however, has been evidenced by her many appearances at rodeos all over the country, where she has been a most familiar figure not only as a famous star but as a capable horsewoman. We're happy to present Miss Virginia Mayo with the riders of the Purple Sage and Monte Montana in a story of the West written especially for her entitled Alias Mary Smithers. Things were going mighty well for the riders of the Purple Sage, Foy, Al, and Jimmy at the Circle R Dude Ranch until a letter arrived from the owner, old Tom Blanding of New York which turned whatever gaiety and good humor they possessed into gloom and disgust. This beats all I ever heard of. It's bad enough having to operate this ranch by mail, but this is even worse. Well, I'm for writing him and tell him to take his ranch and operate it himself or something. Hey, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, read the letter again. All right. It says, Dear boys, I'm not a well man and cannot physically make my annual trip out west to see you boys. Mm -hmm. However, my sister Ruth will take my place with you this year. Good. I will, of course, expect you to submit the books and business of the Circle R to her for approval. Also, please be guided by her recommendations. Sincerely yours, Tom Blanding. Be guided by her recommendations. Well, I'll bet that old biddy wouldn't even know a horse from a cow. And just as we're ready to spring our first annual Circle R rodeo. Yeah, yeah well, what if the old girl don't go for the idea? Then that'll be just too bad for her. Especially since we've had Monty Montana here working on the ranch for a month. Well, it doesn't say when she's going to arrive. Well, I reckon she plans to slip up on us when we're not looking. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else to do about it now, I reckon. That's right. We'll just face the old hen when she does get here. Right now, we better get moving. We told Monty we'd meet him at the hotel to move. Well, better hurry then. Come on, Dean. Let's go. Yeah, How could I get transportation to the Circle R Ranch? Well, uh, Homer Peterson generally carries folks uh, for a fee, of course. Well, that's quite all right. I would expect to pay. Of course, this being Thursday, you can ride out with the boys who own the ranch. They drop in every Thursday noon, just like a clock. Oh, splendid. They're all friends of mine, in a way. I'll just wait for them, if you don't mind. Not at all, not at all, ma'am. Just have a seat over there on the souvenir. Having you waiting around in my hotel lobby ain't going to hurt my business none at all. No, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. I reckon the boys ought to be here most any minute now, miss. Man alive. <laughs> He's as pretty as a speckled guinea hen. Well, Abner, how's the hotel business? Well, howdy, Mr. Montana. The hotel business? Fine, fine for frogs here. Uh, got more cowboys stopping here than Carter has oats. House is full of them. Now, what can I do for you? Oh, not a thing, Abner. I was just waiting on the Circle R boys. I promised to meet them here. And you ain't the only one that's waiting for them, no? <laughs> See that young lady sitting over there on the sofa near with her back to us? Yeah, I sure. Well, sir, you just mosey over in front of her and take a look at something that's prettier than a pink pony. Doggone, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me want to go home and break every cup and saucer in the house. <laughs> 
say she's waiting for the boys of the Circle R? It, that's what she said. If she was waiting on me, she wouldn't have to be waiting. <clears throat> go on now, mosey over that way and get a look at it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't go much for girls, Abner. Of course, uh, I might just glance in that direction as I sort of pass by. Glance, my eye. If she don't stop you cold, I'll buy you the best hat in town. <laughs> I'll remember that, Abner. And uh, by the way, I got to stop over to the saddle shop a minute and get a few bull riggings and halter ropes. And the boys come in, tell them I'll be right back. Yes, sir. Sure thing. Pardon me, ma'am. Uh, why, you're Ruth Blanding, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, Marty Montana, how nice seeing you. Well, the same here, Miss Ruth. I haven't seen you since Madison Square Garden Rodeo. That's right. What are you doing in this part of the country? Oh, I'm staging a rodeo here for the Circle R Ranch. It starts tomorrow afternoon and it runs for two days. The Circle R? Why, I knew nothing of it. Then I take it you just hit town. Yes, perhaps I'd better explain. You see, my brother and I own the Circle R, and we knew nothing about these rodeo plans. Well, I hope I haven't talked out of school. No, Marty, not at all. It's just that... Oh, forget it. I feel good knowing that you're in charge. Well, it should be a big event, Miss Ruth. I've never met the three boys. What are they like? Oh, they're fine boys, all of them. Just a little on the carefree side, though, but I'd say they're doing a mighty good job of running your ranch for you. Oh, I'm sure of that. But going into this rodeo is quite a large undertaking. I feel they should have consulted with my brother about it. Well, I'd hate to have them think that I told you about it, Miss Ruth, so, uh, so if you don't mind, just let on sort of like you didn't even run into me. And I've still a better idea. Suppose you don't tell them who I am. I think perhaps I'll visit the ranch as a guest for a day or two. But, Miss Ruth, I don't think... Don't worry. I promise you everything will be all right. I have an idea. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I hope Monty has everything in order. Oh, you can bet that he does. That boy's on his toes. Hey, there's a car parked in front of the hotel. Maybe he's waiting for us. Let's go in and see Hey, do you guys see what I see? Well, I ain't blind. Man, she's as pretty as a young coat. She's got all them suitcases with her. She might be a likely customer for our dude ranch. You know, there ain't a bit of harm in baiting her. But say, shall we use the same old gag? Yeah, but in a different way. She looks like one of them high-class Easterners. Let's really put on the dough. Yeah, I'll act like a millionaire from Boston or somewhere. Good. And, Dean, tell you what, you try the college professor act. Yeah. Now I'll go on in and sit close enough for her to hear it. Then you boys come in and give her the work. Yeah, us being dressed up in these fancy suits. You will really think we're doing, you know? When I give you the signal, come on in. Okay. Howdy, ma'am. You mind if I sit here? Why not at all? Thank you. Beautiful day. Yes, lovely day. Well, hello there, Mr. Willing. Fancy seeing you in town. Howdy, Mr. Loudermilk. How are you today? Oh, splendid, splendid. I've been wanting to tell you, uh, I have most stupendously enjoyed myself as a guest of the Circle R. Mighty proud to hear that, Mr. Loudermilk. Mighty proud. I suppose you've heard that I recently purchased controlling interest in the Circle R. Oh, it was very relaxing news, Mr. Willing. I was completely collaborated to hear about it. Most indicated, I assure you. Well, uh, I'll see you at Grub. I mean, dinner. Goodbye, Mr. Loudermilk. Hello, Mr. Willie. I take it you are the owner of the famous Circle R Dudran. Well, yes, ma'am. I thought I might as well purchase the property for myself instead of making all the money for the other man. 
sounds nice. Tell me more. Well, it's like this, ma'am. I've been operating the ranch for an old tight wad in the east. When I heard he was going to send his mosey old maid sister out to tell me how to run things, well, I just up and buys him out. Lock, stock, and barrel. Now, that's what I call a smart business move. Mm-hmm. Now, here comes one of my customers. Big college professor from back east. Well, hello there, Mr. William. I'm surprised to see you here. How are you enjoying your visit at the Circle R, Professor? Oh, I ain't had such a good time since I done went and left Harvard. Glad to hear that. You're going to attend the big rodeo tomorrow, of course. Oh, natural, natural. It's a mighty incomprehensible sport. In fact, I hated that I missed last year's performance. Oh, I remember that. You got left behind in the rush. That's right. But I know that the road of the wind. Well, uh, see you at supper. By the way, Professor... Are you enjoying the food? The best I ever ate. The best I ever ate. Well, goodbye. Nice seeing you, Professor. Charmed, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel flattered sitting by a big rancher like you. Oh, saying nothing of it, ma'am. I was just wondering if you might not be looking for a nice place for vacation. As a matter of fact, I am. And from the way those two distinguished gentlemen recommended the circle are, I should think my vacation problem is all solved. Oh, I'm sure you won't regret it, Miss. Uh, uh, Miss... I didn't get the name. Perhaps it's because I haven't told you yet. It's Mary Smithers. Proud to know you, Miss Smithers. You're going to be in time to see the big rodeo we're staging at the Circle R. Oh, yes, I heard about the rodeo from Mr. Montana. He's an old friend of mine. Well, that's nice. Well, how'd you ever meet him? It was a social affair in Boston. What was Marty Montana doing at a social affair? Riding a bull. Riding a bull. I see. Miss hmm. uh, Smithers, suppose we ride on out to the ranch. I'll have the professor and Mr. Loudermilk ride with Marty when he gets back. Oh, splendid. And that'll give you an opportunity to tell me more about your ranching activities. Good. Uh, say, Abner. Yeah, Mr. Williams. Hey, what's do for you? When Monty gets, tell him to bring the professor and Mr. Loudermilk that I've gone on. Uh, be proud to, be proud to. Uh, who is this uh, professor and Mr. Uh, Buttermilk? Loudermilk. Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's them in there having a cup of coffee. Huh? Uh, why, them two fellas? He's... Never mind, never mind who they are. Just tell them what I said. Uh, all right, but uh, I don't get it. All right, Miss Mary, my car's in front. I'll take your things. You're sure going to like the Circle R, Miss Mary? Oh, I'm sure I will. I've never been on a dude ranch before. Oh, is that right? Well, we'll do our best to make things nice for you. Incidentally, do you trap all of your customers as you did me? Trap? Uh, what do you mean, ma'am? Surely you don't think I was gullible enough to believe your two cultured friends, Mr. Loudermilk and the professor from Harvard. Well, uh, reckon you got me there. But you got to admit, it's a pretty good way to get customers. I'm afraid you'll have to change your approach. It was rather hard to believe when the professor from Harvard complimented your food as the best he ever ate. Yeah, yeah, I, I reckon we did go a bit overboard. <laughs> but now that you're forgiven... Tell me more about all your ranch properties. Oh, it'd just bore you, Miss Mary. Oh, I'd love to hear about it. I believe you you said you bought the Circle R. Well, just to be plain and truthful, Miss Mary, I didn't. But you see, I run the ranch with my two partners. Mr. Loudermilk and the professor. Well, yes, uh, they're really outflowing Jimmy Dean. 
We run the ranch for a miserly old skin plant who lives in the east. Is that so? Yeah. And he's all laid up with rheumatism or something this year. So instead of coming out himself, he's going to send his mosey old maid teacher, school sister, out to spy on us. Indeed. And we're just about to tell him to take this ranch and uh, go east with it. In fact, when this sister shows up, I'm going to... You're going to tell her off in no uncertain terms. Well, something like that. Say, it's getting late. We better drive up or we'll miss supper. Oh, hello, Miss Ruth. Are the boys wise to you yet? Not yet, Monty. I'm in this thing so deep now that when I tell them who I am, they're very apt to quit. Beginning to worry me. Well, I'd hate to lose them if I owned this ranch. I'm afraid I should have told them I was Ruth Landing at the beginning. Well, how are you going to break it to them? I don't know. I'm losing my nerve. But I have an idea way back in the back of my head that I may call in in a tight spot. Especially if the rodeo is a big success. Well, I wish you luck. And in the meantime, I'll do my best for the rodeo and say tomorrow's a big day. Yes, and I'm sure you have lots to do between now and then. So I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. You ride up here in the front seat with me, Miss Mary. Al, you and Jimmy ride in the back. Well, now, what's wrong with Miss Mary riding back here with us while you drive? Don't be funny, Mr. Loudemilk. Uh, Get right in, Miss Mary. Thank you. Well, we're rodeo bound. And I just hope that 10,000 other people are going to do the same thing. This is a big day for you boys, isn't it? Oh, it sure is, Miss Mary. This rodeo is the difference in us making a big success or a big failure with Circle R. Just where are you holding the rodeo? How far is it? Oh, it's just a couple of miles from the ranch here. Closer to town and lots of parking space for customers. Of which we hope we have plenty of. I wonder what your owners would think of this event. Well, as for old man Blanding, he'd be all right. But I've never met this sister of his. I wish that old crow was here right now. I'm in the mood to turn her over my knee and spank her good and then send her back east. Is that so? You just ain't a woofing, so... Say, a woman's got about as much business putting her nose into the ranch as I have knitting sweaters. That's right. Especially that old hen sister of Blanding. You boys seem to know her well. Oh, we never met her in our lives. But she could look me in the face this very minute, and I'd know her among a million. Mm. I bet you would, too. You're just naturally smart that way. Yeah, I reckon I am. Hey, you better step on it. Monty's going to meet us at the back gate at 1 o'clock, and it's that time now. Yeah, I guess we better. Right around this bend, Miss Marion, we're there. See, I'd like to see about 10 acres of automobiles planted out there to make this turn. Well, we'll know in a few seconds. Holy smoke, look at there. Man, oh man, we're in business. See, a thousand cars, and it's the full hour before the show starts. Well, I guess you boys feel better now. You can say that a couple of hundred times and mean it. Yonder's Monty over the gate. Hand over to him. Hey, I bet old man Blanding and that old biddy of a sister of his that turn handsprings when they hear about this. <laughs> yeah, they sure would. Hiya, Monty. How you doing? Howdy, folks. Howdy. Looks like this is a big day. Hiya, Miss Mary. I'm fine, Monty. <laughs> Say, boy, you boys better hurry in the office and get all those prize money checks ready. Yeah, looks like now we'll have more than enough money to cover them. I'll stay here with Monty, boys. You run ahead. Okay. See you later, Miss Mary. Good luck to you. Say, Miss Mary, how about the boys and who you are yet? No, Monty, and I'm not going to tell them until I'm gone. Well, what do you mean? Well, there's a train leaving in half an hour, and I'm going to be on it, homeward bound. But, Miss Mary, this doesn't make sense. It's like this, Monty. 
I don't think those boys would ever forgive me for coming here under another name. They're doing a grand job, and the rodeo is a success. And, well, to tell the truth, I haven't the nerve to face them as Ruth Landing. They're already of the opinion that she's coming here to spy on them. Oh, I think they'd understand, all right. No, they're Westerners, Monty, and I, I, I don't think they'd like to be deceived. I have my bags packed in my room. Well, I reckon you know what you're doing, but I think you're plumb wrong. Would you let me borrow your car? Sure, that's it right over there. Thanks. I'll leave it at the railroad station. And, Monty, after I've been gone an hour, give them this letter. It will explain everything to them. All right, Miss Ruth, and uh, good luck to you. Thanks, and same to you, Monty. Oh, boy, it's going great, Monty. Boys, this is what you call a good rodeo. Yes, sir, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Say, Miss Mary is sitting up in one of the boxes? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Boy, go up and bring her down here. I think maybe she'd like to watch things from behind the chute. Yeah, I'll get her right away. Uh, just a minute, Al. Uh, yeah? Say, boy, she really ain't up there. What do you mean? Well, I have a letter here for you that I'm supposed to wait an hour to give you, but but I'm going to give it to you right now. Oh, let's see the letter. Yeah, what's it all about? Yeah, what you say? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Dear boys, I hope you'll forgive me for deceiving you, but I couldn't face you now. I think you're all wonderful, and the way you're running the circle are is perfect. I know my brother Tom will be happy of the success you're making. Best of luck, always. I'll never forget you. With affection, Ruth Blanding, alias Mary Smithers. Ruth Blanding? Well, what do you know? Well, I'll be up. So will I. <laughs> just, uh, just a minute. Uh, P.S. Yeah? By the time you get this, I'll be well on my way home. Oh, oh, now, if that don't beat all I ever heard of. Yeah. Say, just in case you guys would like to know, you might make it to the depot before the train pulls out. Quick, Dean, what time is it? Straight up 1.30. Oh, it's train time right now. Maybe it's late. Uh, come on, boys, we're heading for the depot. Keep the rodeo going, Marty. Yeah. Okay, boys. He's all the way to the floorboard. Well, the speedometer don't say but 95. There's the depot and no train. Well, maybe it hasn't come in yet. No, boys, we're too late. Yonder she goes around Horseshoe Curve. Already pulled out. You're wrong if you think we're late. We're stopping that train. Come on. Let's keep it going. The road runs right alongside the track for about five miles. We'll give her the gas. Okay, here goes. down the track, Lloyd. Maybe he'll think there's something's wrong. Yeah, he's got it now. He's going to stop. The minute he stops, let's board the train and get her out of there. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong? What's the matter? Oh, something terrible happened. Come on, boys. Let's get her out of there. Don't waste time talking. Say, I'll bet we have to make every car here before we can find her. No, say, there she is. Uh, Miss Mary. What are you boys up to? Now, now, look here, Miss Mary. I mean, Miss Ruth. You're coming back with us. Perhaps I'd better stay right where I am. Uh, <laughs> make up your mind. I left you a note of explanation. Besides, it seems you have no use at all for a nosy old crow like me. <laughs> if they don't want you, then I'll take your sister. Now, look here, Miss Ruth. you got to forget all of that. Yeah, we need you at the rank. We sure do, Miss Ruth. They want to make a slave out of you, Miss. Pay them no mind. Shut up. Give me one reason how I can be useful, and I'll go with you. All right, well, uh... You better think it. Well, we need a queen for the rodeo, and believe me, you're it. You know, 
I've always wanted to be a rodeo queen. So why should I turn down a golden opportunity? That's the girl. Well, good to you, Miss Ruth. Yeah. I'll get your bag. Well, let's get going. Hey, ghost to the queen. Long may she wait. Long may the queen. Miss Virginia Mayo. Our guests are will return in a few moments, friends and neighbors. And here again are the riders of the Purple Sage. When it's round the time in Texas and the boom is on the stage, they'll to be in Texas like a riding on the rain. Then smell the bacon frying when it's sizzling in the pan. Hear the breakfast pouring in the early morning, drinking coffee from a can. Just riding, rocking, roping, sun leather all day long. Just playing, sweating, swearing, listen to a cowhand song. How it beckons, and I reckon I would work for any way. Just to be again, to be free again when the bloom is on the The women folks had a real part in the development of the West. Whether they lived in the frontier towns or on a remote ranch in the cattle country, their contribution was the home. And today, the bakers of Weber's Bread make a real contribution to the homes in your community. For they keep you supplied with Weber's Bread, the all-purpose bread that's good all the time. Weber's Bread has a firm, even texture, a golden brown crust, and a distinctive flavor that make it appealing to the eye and satisfying to the appetite. As toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch or in-between snacks, and when served with dinner meals, your entire family will like the bread in the blue gingham wrapper. It's Weber's Bread. Buy some tomorrow. And now let's welcome back our guest for star for today, sweet and lovely Miss Virginia Mayo. Miss Mayo, there's no need to tell you how proud we are to have you as our guests are today. It's a real pleasure for me, Foy. I love anything that has to do with the West. And speaking of the West, we hear that you're to be the queen of the rodeo for Gene Autry's big show here in Los Angeles. That's right, and I'm thrilled about it. And I know there will be thousands of rodeo fans that will receive even a greater thrill. Oh, that would make me awful happy. And again, thanks for a nice visit with you boys and my good friend, Monty Montana. My proud to be here, thank you. It's been grand having you, and we'll all look forward to your return. In the meantime, we'll be seeing you on the screen. Goodbye and thanks, Miss Virginia Mayo, and to you, Monty Montana. Here they are, folks, men of the West from out of the West with a real song of the West. The America's great Western singers, the riders of the Purple Sage and Tumbling Tumbleweed. See them tumbling down, pledging their love to the ground. Oh. Drifting along with the tumbling tumbleweed. Yeah, there's a path to be behind. No way to go but I find. Just where the trail will wind. Drifting along with the tumbling tumbleweed. I know when night is gone that a new Born at dawn, I'll keep rolling along. Deep in my heart is a song. Here on the range, 
Western Theater, a B.M. Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. We've welcomed a return visit from the great cowboy champion, Monty Montana, and we've been honored by a visit from the screen's outstanding star, Miss Virginia Mayo. Miss Mayo is currently being starred in Samuel Goldwyn's The Best Years of Our Lives. My name is Cotton C. Clark. This program came to you from Columbia Square. K.N.X. Los Angeles, the voice of Hollywood.